Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. And for this episode, this early week episode, Sunday release, which is very uncommon for us, but mm-hmm. a week ago was the season finale for The White Lotus. So here we are, I mean, Sporters Please number 261, and we are going to talk about the TV show on HBO and HBO Max. Have they said yet if this is like a, an actual season or is it a limited series, one run thing? They actually did say that it's a, it's a, it's going to be the first season, and then the next season they're going to have a new cast, do it in a different location with a new cast. So it seems like it's going to be an ongoing thing, oh. which I'm excited for. Okay, I don't know if saying new cast is a spoiler for the show or not, but but uh, before we run into the spoilers <laughs> of the show discussion, uh, recommendation. I mean, you already recommended the show like a few weeks back. So, but yeah. go ahead to the listeners, tell me your quick thoughts, non spoilers of this season um so white lotus is about vacationers in hawaii like ultra elite no 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 you don't have to explain what it's about just 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 tell oh, them. what it's about just no just what tell them about? just tell no no just tell them <laughs> what you thought of the show oh what i thought about the and, like show. why they should watch it well they should watch it because we're one it's hawaii hawaii is beautiful just to see <laughs> on on screen um the the storyline is fast paced, but at a good pace, it's enjoyable. Every, you know, it's a mixture of, uh, it has an under, a serious undertone, but it's comedic at times. So it's very enjoyable to watch. Um, all the characters, all the actors were, did an amazing job, um, pulling this, uh, this, this show together. And yeah, it, it's, it's a new, it's an unusual, uh, type of series that I've never seen before. Um, it's not your typical like oh vacationers in Hawaii kind of uh, kind of series kind of show or movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, just based on that, it's a very unique um, show and ensemble. Uh, I I loved watching it. I couldn't wait for the following Sunday that the new episode would come out. Um, it it keeps you on your toes. It's the kind of movie that you know you it's kind of series that you you never know what's going to happen next mm-hmm. um the music itself is very in tune with the the dialogue uh and each scene that that's happening it's um it's very well it was very well directed and uh and just made i i, I loved every second of it okay um half of that i agree with so it, it is labeled as a comedy drama i think it's more mm-hmm. drama than comedy the comedy is very tongue-in-cheek Kind of dark, mm-hmm. not really laugh out loud funny. Well, maybe it's one or mm-hmm. two, but uh, but there is Some there shot is value. <laughs> there is a there is like um, a twisted humor to the uh, to the show, even though it isn't a complete comedy. Uh, mm-hmm. The drama right. is interesting in terms of the characters, but I think the main draw of why people should watch this is the reason why it became a water cooler show. Uh, on the Monday mornings after it was released is because of every social commentary that they have in the show. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of yeah. social commentary, political, social, you know, I mean, like... Historical. It's, sure, historical. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot that they, they tried to cram into this TV show and that's what kind of made it like a water cooler show. 
I would argue that it's more interesting talking about the show than the actual show itself, but I will get to that <laughs> on the spoilers. So here we go. Spoilers for The White Lotus. It is time for us to talk spoilers. Very fitting, Albert. I love it. Bravo. Bravo. Oh, thank you, thank you. How could I not do Blue Hawaii by Elvis for this show, right? Because it's about Hawaii. It's in Hawaii. Yeah, so this, 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 uh, it is filmed in Hawaii. I believe it's the Maui Four Seasons, I believe is what they said. And they did film it. So. They, they did film it during COVID, which surprised me. I thought, I thought when oh, I was wow. watching the show, I thought it was like, oh, they clearly filmed this before COVID because there's so many supporting actors, right? But, right. but, but then at the same time, it this it, it everything is was in that one location, which does kind of speak out. Oh, they must have filmed this during COVID because everything is like in one location. <laughs> so my first criticism with the show: Do you go to a to a resort hotel and just stay at the freaking hotel? I mean, that's not what you do. Right? You don't do that. You don't stay at no, the hotel. No, but you know what? That's what a lot of people actually do. Really? They don't. They don't leave the hotel because everything is there. There's food. There's drinks they the beach is right there i mean i don't get it i like going around and exploring because mm-hmm. i feel like you know you're in a different place you might as well explore everything else that you can you can but yeah i've been on vacation a lot where you know that's why i don't go to that's why we don't go to resorts very often because like most people just stay by the hotel they don't go out interesting yeah, yeah. That's, that's foreign to me for me a hotel room is only a, is a place where you sleep and hold your items Right, mm-hmm. and, then you, yeah. and then and then you just you go somewhere else after that. But no, this 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 group of vacationers, this VIP guests, and all that stuff, they're literally going to the hotel. They'll either be, sit by the poolside, they'll be by the beach, and then if there's like some kind of activity like scuba diving or you know canoe or whatever, they do that. But it's that's it. That's it. It's, yeah, I the, mean, the hotel provides you with everything. Like as soon as you check in, they'll tell you, oh, we have these water activities. We have kayaks, canoes, bikes, this and that, and you know these are all amenities in the in in the hotel, whatever. Especially for high end places, like they literally give give you everything at the hotel, so you don't have to leave. I suppose. I mean, I guess it's also like if part of the whole social commentary thing. I mean, rich people they get to do this. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a vacation home for them. Like, okay, we're just gonna go on this summer vacation home kind of thing, and then just stay there as if it was a home. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that that for me kind of boggled my mind. But then, of course, I'm not in the perspective of a rich person. So so mm-hmm. there's that. So yeah. So going going into that that whole thing with with the social commentary stuff, it 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 is it's kind of hard to really um, break down all the social commentaries in the show because there's a lot. And and my criticism there is almost it seemed like like Mike White just went to Twitter and got all the talking points from everybody's side <laughs> and just tossed them right? into the show as it felt like to me. It was like. Okay, you're talking about like Black Lives Matter, but you don't really get into it. Oh yeah, you're mm-hmm. talking you're talking about like like the service industry and the rich people and the show kind of revolves around that, but you don't really get into it. You just kind of like mm-hmm. the show kind of just tosses it in there to make you talk about it, but it doesn't yeah. really completely deal with it. And to it's me, it's like it's like he knows that everybody already knows about this. So we're gonna kind of gloss over it mm-hmm. and like comment on it, but not actually 
um, explore it too yeah. much. Not, not not in detail. Like like mm. it, it, some there's some plot that plots that revolve around it, but yeah, they don't really go into details. Uh, in a way, I kind of do respect the fact that Mike's uh, Mike White did respect the viewers to like. I don't need to explain that to you, right? You know about that. Mm-hmm. It was that kind of thing. Yeah. I do yeah. respect that. It just seemed kind of like it just seemed kind of like this is a six episode season, and I think they could have done this in three, because there's a lot of stuff where you're just kind of waiting for the next thing to happen, and and yeah, that's also part of the water cooler moment. It's like what's going to happen at the end because everything's that's part of the suspense. <laughs> yeah, it almost seemed like the first season of Game of Thrones, where for me, I was just waiting for okay, where's the punchline to this episode where right. that's going to make me want to go, oh, that was a good episode. But prior to that, it was just a build up to it. I don't right. know. It, it just seemed like six episodes was too long. It could have been done in half the time and we would have still got the point across. And everything, exactly. and the whole rest of the season seems to just gear towards the last episode. Like everything pretty much is it's, like it almost seems like they wrote the last episode and then they make they worked it out from the beginning, which right. isn't the case. And which kind of they did, which they kind of did because they started from the from the end in the first episode. Oh yeah, where Shane was already in, um, Shane was already at the, the airport, airport and yeah. um, there was already a death, and it it's kind of like just backtracks and starts from the beginning after that. So you kind of like there's already you already see what the result was, but you don't know what happened. And they kind of right. just show you all the events that lead up to that point, which actually, I, I really like the pacing of this show. Um, I, I, I did enjoy that. It was six episodes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, on the contrary, like I felt that it was a good amount of episodes and it was paced well enough that, you know, it, his style of just build up every episode was just a build up to the next episode and then mm. another build up to the next episode. It wasn't like um, a typical, you know, you, you have your climax to the show and then it kind of dies down a little bit, but leaves you, leaves you at a cliffhanger. It was just like the entire episode was, it was almost exhausting to watch at some point really? sometimes because it was like, Oh my God, what, what what's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? And then it happens. And then you're waiting for, the next episode for the following week and then everything yeah. the last the last the finale was actually just like a build-up of all the series up until that point mm-hmm. but then the way it ended it was like well okay that's kind of real yeah that would that would have really happened like how let, let, Rachel... let, let's let's do the ending uh at the end of this of this conversation okay all right because I, I think i think that the main chunk of what we should be talking about is the ending right but yeah prior to pr- prior to that uh, I'll I'll concede there are some parts where the buildup is justified, you know. And, but but to me, it's like some of the stuff felt almost repetitive. Okay, they're going to go to breakfast again. Okay, they're going mm-hmm. to go to you know. It's like it just kind of repeats but, itself. But I think that's part of the the commentary is that the it's like a it's like a hamster wheel. Every day they go to breakfast, they go to they they do their thing during the day, then they come back to dinner, and then it's like again, and then they do it again, and then mm-hmm. they do it again because like they they're used to their routine. They're used to having things a certain way, and that's just regardless of what everyone else around them is going through. It's to be expected that they must enjoy their breakfast and their dinner. You know what I mean? No, I, I know. I know what you mean. But but in terms of like the storytelling, I wanted more crazy, bizarre things to happen, and to mm. me, it felt like it wasn't, it wasn't enough. Uh, enough. <laughs> like the girl, the girl. Uh, Lonnie giving birth on her first day of the right. job. Right, <laughs> stuff like that. Stuff like that. I wanted more of that. Okay, and like the whole, like the whole. Do you want to ASMR this? I mean, I like more of that because that's like, that's like off the wall. It was kind of like, what's going on here? And I wanted more of that. 
and, and there wasn't enough of that. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, like uh, Ar- Armand, like, like, like shitting on the luggage. I wanted more of that. I wanted more crazy <laughs> things to happen. You know, crazy things to happen. And to me, it felt like not enough crazy stuff happened to justify six episodes. But, but I, yeah, God. On the contrary, that I feel like. It was good enough that it was realistic. It's it felt realistic enough yeah, that yeah. these things could happen because mm-hmm. I feel like if they had more outrageous things happening, that would actually like keep me from watching the show. Because then I'd really? be like, oh, okay, that's just ridiculous. Like that's never gonna happen. No, but, but like, but like the, the a- things that happened. But no, mm-hmm. but 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 crazy in a sense. Like like okay, I, I the Armand thing with the luggage thing is 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 out of this world. Although I can kind of believe it as well. Uh, but mm-hmm. like like little stupid things like the ASMR thing. I, I call back to that because that's the first time the second in the second episode where I'm going, okay, I think I can like the show if the, if 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 it keeps this up, right? And but yeah. but I to to be fair to the show, it did get exponentially better as it went along. And part of that mm-hmm. is because it kind of built the characters up from the beginning. You get to know them a little more, so you're more invested as the as the episodes go. So yeah, like I said, there's there's a justification to why it's six episodes and why it's done this way, paced this way. I mm-hmm. I just felt like it could have been shorter, but but um, but oh yeah, uh, the very beginning with the whole coffin thing, right? So you yeah. know Shane didn't die, obviously, and right. it almost seemed like it implied that the wife did, because where's your wife? Yeah. Right? Uh, so so going with that, did you have a guess who was in the coffin in the very beginning? We have not at af- first? after the airport after the airport scene. After the airport, yeah. I at first I was like, oh my god, did his wife die? Right. But then. You know, you see, and then, and then you meet all the the characters, and it's like, oh wait, it's not just them. Maybe mm. it's somebody else. But then, where is his wife? Did she leave him? And, yeah. And that was like my thought throughout. And then you see the progress or the regress of their relationship. Um, and then it was kind of clear that oh, okay, maybe it wasn't her sh- who died. She probably left him. Right. Because like he was just such a dick the entire time during their honeymoon that. Yeah, she probably left him towards the end of it. But it, and, does, uh, it well, what I'm asking you is, did you have a guess? Because I mean, it it starts off kind of like a murder mystery, like or not a murder right. mystery, but a death mystery. Like, who's gonna die at the beginning? He, at the yeah. very very beginning, I thought it was his wife. Yeah, that okay. was my guess. But my I, first I, guess. I feel like that's a gimme because the first scene is a gimme. Like, oh, it must be his wife because those are the only mm-hmm, two people you know. Yeah. yeah, because that's the only two people you know. Now, now knowing right. the fact that there are more people in the cast, like like them arriving on the island, a la Fantasy Island kind of thing, mm-hmm. by then you must have changed your mind. Like, like, well, maybe it's not the wife. Or did you really exactly. stick with, or did you really stick with, it must be the wife? No, that actually, that's why I'm saying, like, it actually, I saw the other characters and then I saw how he was acting, like, in the first episode alone and how she didn't she didn't really appreciate that then i was like okay i wonder who it really who who yeah. was it that died so because by like, the by the end of the first episode she's not fond of him and it's only like their second day so by the by, by the end of the first episode did you have a different guess besides the wife um no i really couldn't guess anybody but then um my um my boyfriend we were watching together he he immediately knew that it was going to be Armand. And I was like, what? How? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I just have a feeling. Cause yeah. like he's in, he's everywhere. He's like in everybody's lives. Th- that's my guess too. My guess too was Armand. Right. And it didn't, yeah. it didn't, it didn't kick, it didn't kick in until the very end of the episode. Cause at the first I was thinking like, well, it can't be him. Cause he's the manager guy, you know? 
Yeah. And then, and then just based on experience, like nothing that nothing that interesting gonna happen. But but the fact that by the end of the first episode, and Armand was kind of like shocked when Lani's giving birth and all that stuff, it seemed mm-hmm. like it affected him more. And 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 then they mentioned like, right. oh, he's gonna. He was. I think, I think it was the first episode where they also mentioned that he's a recovering alcoholic and stuff like that. Right. That's yeah. kind of like that's kind of like what geared me towards Armand. However, that wasn't my final guess because as, as the series went, they they kind of throw a lot of red herrings. Or oh, it could be this person. Or oh, it could be this person. Right. Like, so so I went. I and went the from scoop, the, the dad and the son scuba diving. So you're like, did something happen to him? Maybe mm. he got into an accident and. Maybe that's you know maybe he's the one who who died or that, that, you know. see, that wasn't my guess either because I I felt like I felt like it had to be somebody that 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 would uh, that would kind of affect Shane as well because the way he looked at the coffin it seemed like he knew the person right mm-hmm. so yeah. so for me it was either like uh like uh, what's what's the two daughters name uh it was either uh Paula or Olivia because the whole thing with him flirting with them I thought maybe that might go somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the Greg, Greg showed up later on in this in this in the season. The guy who kept coughing, I thought right. maybe that might just it might just be him. I thought it might have been Kai because of of the whole thing with with Paula and right. and being uh, Olivia being jealous of 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 Paula and all stuff. So uh, I didn't think it, I didn't think it was gonna be um, Tanya. It seemed it just seemed like it's a little too easy. If like she went there to toss her mother's ashes and then she dies, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> that that was not going to happen, right? And and the, the more I kept watching, the more I didn't think it was going to be Rachel at all. You know, it, it just mm-hmm. it just yeah. seemed it would just seem like a little too cruel if if they made it Rachel. Yeah, because she was like the she she was being painted as like the the goody two shoes virginal type of the show, even though she's on her honeymoon, but. You know, she's she's kind of the the victim of her own circumstance, where she feels um, uh, trapped in her own new marriage. Right. So so but yeah, I, it would be like too much to to kill her off. Yeah, and then and then I think the other red herring would have been Molly Shannon as Kitty, right? Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as, the, as the mother-in-law, I thought maybe it could be her, but I think <laughs> I, I think one of the one of the key clues in the very beginning that that should have like narrowed it down some more. Was the fact that the coffin was going to Hawaii? It was going to Honolulu, I believe, right? So it had to be somebody who has a ties with Hawaii, right? So all the other people who were, are from the mainland, it can't possibly be them because if it was one of them, the coffin would be going back to the mainland, and it wasn't. Well, but see, this is the thing about Hawaii, though, right? Like you have to go to Honolulu from the smaller islands to then go to the mainland. The mainland. Okay. So like everybody, regardless, would have been on that plane. All right. So that's Fair. that's what that was the part that was like, okay, well, where are they going? Where's this, you know, where's this coffin going? When are they? Everybody stop, next stop was Honolulu, right? Not on that plane. Mm, so, I, well, I well, they didn't really say that. I think I think like uh, like Kitty, the, the mother-in-law, said she was going to. It wasn't Honolulu. It was Kauai or something. It was Kauai or something. Yeah. So there's that. You know, but 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 you're right. I mean, there's all the other stuff. But besides the murder mystery part, well, not really a murder, but uh, let's go ahead and go with the uh, conclusion since you already started with Rachel. So with Rachel's thing, what is your opinion on how that ended with her? Um, I think it was typical. I think I think it was realistic, in my opinion. Mm. Um, like she wasn't a strong enough type of person that would have actually walked away from all that money because like they looked like they had a ridiculous amount of money 
And since she's been struggling for a long time, up until the point that she met him, like it, it just, if she actually left him, then it would have been like, oh, okay, that's nice. Like classic, you know, Hollywood strong woman. Hollywood she's ending, gonna, yeah. 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 Classic Hollywood ending. But then the fact that she came back for him, because she, she, it's not like she discovered who she was or figured out what she was good at and like was able to pick herself up and, and, detach herself from him she was still struggling after she detached herself from from him and still didn't know who she was so it it was inevitable like i i kind of expected her to to uh get back together with him towards the end i was hoping for the hollywood ending just because mm -hmm. you know it seemed it seemed awfully cruel for her to be stuck in that in that marriage uh in that marriage where he's clearly an asshole and mm -hmm. and she clearly can't really can't connect with all these rich people However, I think I think that the, the team that was brought up in the fourth or fifth episode, where where Molly Shannon kept telling her, "Just be happy, just be happy." You know, right. there was a lot of repetitive, "Just be happy." So it mm -hmm. it does it she it did seem like she just went ahead and realized that yeah, I'm not going to be able to do everything I want, but hey, if I'm rich, maybe I will be able to do it. Yeah, so like th she this won't have to worry about advantage. other things. Yeah, so it it is realistic, and, and I think it also helped that Belinda wasn't able to give her advice. Because I think if Belinda gave right. her advice, maybe she would have left. Right. Right. But then the fact that Belinda did give her advice, uh, she, but, she was stuck with what she, in her situation. Yeah. Yeah. But I get what, because Belinda was going through her own thing where mm -hmm. um, Tanya um, didn't give her the business opportunity that she was hoping for. She just gave her a wad of cash, yeah. which was like, okay, great. Thanks. But then like, how am I going to start my own business? Just the money. You know, she needed the connections. And when I think, when she was in that headspace and Rachel was complaining about her white girl, pro like rich white girl problems, it was just like, are, are you serious right now? Like you have everything and you're still complaining. Like the look on her face. And that's why she just left. And maybe that was the moment Rachel was like, okay, maybe I'm complaining about nothing. I mean, it's not nothing. Of course, nobody wants to be trapped in an unhappy marriage with a brute who can't even listen to a word you're saying and only sees you as a trophy wife. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who struggle on a daily basis financially. And for her to have, like, in a way, hit the jackpot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like he's a, uh, you know, he's not a terrible person. He's just he's not? a brat. I mean, he is <laughs> a, a terrible brat. person. Yeah, he's a brat. Yeah. But he's a brat. But, you know, like, in most, for most people, they they see that as, well, that sounds like a rich white girl problem because, like, a uh, poor little rich girl like you you're not happy because your husband doesn't see you and you don't have a career like boohoo kind of way you know so i guess that's a comment on um it's a social comment on the fact that yeah okay good for you you have money you're complaining about not being happy but at least you have money mm -hmm. <laughs> you know at least you have money at the end of the day most people don't even have like a fraction of what you have or can have and you know she could be more creative with how she can take advantage of her situation and um, and do better with her life in some ways or another. You know, to give Shane some credit, even though I didn't I didn't, I didn't like him as a person, uh, mm -hmm. he did seem like he did love her, even if, yeah. even if as a trophy wife, you know, even right. if it's because she looks hot and all that stuff, it did seem like he did love her. You know, I don't I don't know, but it also that seemed he like he did care for her. Yeah, right, like he cared for her, like like like. Uh, I'm I'm your I'm her husband and I'm going to 
you know, take care of her with money. Mm-hmm. Essentially, is what is what he says in mind, right? Right. And and he right. did. It did seem like he did feel hurt that that he was going to leave, that she was going to leave him. You know, it right. did seem like he was hurt because if he was if he was the kind of guy who was like, well, screw you, I, I'm just going to go with another woman. Somebody else. And it, it that 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 didn't seem like it crossed his mind, which like surprised me because he's an asshole. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but at the same yeah. time, so there's that. I mean, maybe maybe he they could somehow work it out. I doubt it. Right. But hopefully, but, like that incident with Armand, like changed him. But which it seemed like it did because he he hugged her like in a more serious manner and he really didn't want to lose ooh, her. I took it. I took it the wrong way. I took I took oh, it the different way. I I thought I thought like it seemed like even uh, I thought maybe in his head he killed he accidentally killed Armand and oh I gotta change this my wife my wife is leaving me I killed a man maybe I need to change my life but the fact that she came back to him it was almost like like a reward not a reward but um a justific not justification uh what's the word looking for like like a reassurance like that. That, that hey everything will be fine Every, I just right. killed a guy. Uh, my wife almost left me, but hey, she's back anyway. But now it's I back. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. back to the way it was. I, I didn't. I didn't go to jail. It was like, oh, then my my the way I'm living my life must be okay. You know, it was that kind of a thing. Because remember, he's <laughs> like he hugged her and he goes, oh, thank God, kind of thing, or or good kind of thing. So it was like, uh, yes, I'm I'm okay. I'm you know, like, yeah. That's the, that's like, the, that's okay how now. I got it. But I feel like for him, like he loves her the way he knows how to love her, which is like for. The fact that she's a trophy wife and, you know, just throw everything at her and she should be happy. Like, you know, a shallow kind of love. But he loves mm-hmm. her, but that's just the only way he knows how to love. Right. And that's the that's the sad part is that she she's struggling and he doesn't see it, even right. though he does love her. Now, going 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 back to Belinda to just, just finish our, our thought there. I think part of it, the reason why she kind of gave up on giving um, Rachel advice is because you know, he, he, this is her job where she's trying to take care of other people. Like, she goes out of her way to take care of other people. And uh-huh. the fact that she almost got a business out of it, like, it's like it, I think in her eyes, like, I'm finally getting rewarded for all this hard work that I'm doing to take care of other people. At the right. very end, she didn't really get much of a reward for doing that. And she realized, what was the point? What was the point of me, like, taking care of other people if I'm not going to get rewarded for that? You know, right. that, that seemed to be exactly. the way. But at, at least, at least she got a lot of uh, she got some more some more money from that water cash that I have no idea how much that was. But right. Yeah, it did seem like one of those things like that's what I get for trusting this white lady. You know, that's that, yeah. that kind of a thing. <laughs> that kind of a thing. Yeah. So let's uh, who else? This white crazy drunk lady. <laughs> right. So so the, the 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 thing the whole thing with the uh, the son, Quinn. Uh first off, Quinn, is that a is that a boy name? Quinn, yeah. that, that's normal now? Is? Yeah, it's like unisex. I guess. I mean, I know some male Quins, but not very often. But uh, him leaving the airport and then going into his canoe thing, I found it completely unbelievable. Is that a fantasy? Because there's no way, there's no way that 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 that, that his parents would just not will just not fly back and get him like, anyway. No way. Well, that's the thing. He he's a boy, mm-hmm. privileged already, white, privileged, rich, privileged. They can just send him money to be okay. I guess I guess we'll have to see the behind the scenes thing if that if that exactly yeah. if that is what happened. But yeah, like I mean, that's how I feel they would be able to handle it because you know the mom's too busy, the dad's too narcissistic, mm-hmm. the sister doesn't even want him around. Like you know nobody wants him there. They just want him there because he's a minor. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the solution would be for them like okay, how much money do you need to live? And yeah, I suppose that's true too. Because everybody saw him as a nuisance. Mm-hmm. So if 
he didn't want to come home, I feel like instead of going to get him, I feel like they would just throw money at him. How long do you think it would last, though? Because he's he's doing the ste- the stereotypical plot line where where he goes into this like uh, ethnic surroundings with all this cultural stuff, and he gets <laughs> he becomes a native, so to speak, right? You know, he he gave up on his rich, lavish lifestyle and his phone and his and that's his Nintendo either. Switch. No, what is the thing though? At the very end, he's like, "I just want to live," as if like what he was doing before was not living, right? So, so he gets his little fun time hanging out with the quote unquote natives, but he's mm-hmm. gotta be eventually get bored with it, right? I guess eventually, or maybe it's you know the stereotypical. Well, he gets to live the dream because he can. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about money. He doesn't have to worry about going back to school. Maybe he could figure that out too. You know, I, I think if you I'm, have money, anything is possible. I think I'm as I'm more cynical than Mike White because it, it does seem like the ending is very cynical because nothing really changed kind of situation except for mm-hmm. him, except for Quinn, except yeah. for Quinn, right? But but that that's still to me, I'm like kind of cynical. Like, well, that's not gonna last. You know, is that kind of a thing? So. <laughs> But he has money. It's not like he has like a finite amount of money that he can live off of. And then eventually after six months, he's going to have to go back home because it's going to run out. But his, his family's rich, so he can have it go on for as long as he wants. Kind of like, you know, those uh, Hollywood movies of rich kids who go gallivanting around Europe for months at, on end because they can. <laughs> because it doesn't have to end because they, 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 they have cash flow that never ends. And they can go on living however they want. Yeah, well, he he's, he gets his being one with nature uh, part of his life, I guess. Over with. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding his family, right. probably until he gets he gets tired of it. Probably mm-hmm. until you know maybe he something happens and he misses home and he just jumps on a plane and he's happy again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rest of his it's family. Easy life. Uh, thoughts on the rest mm-hmm. of his family. Um, his. Sister, I feel, is definitely using Paula as like uh, to make herself feel better about her circumstance because she is socially aware of what's going on, but she does not want to let go of her her own privilege. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that, you know, maybe Paula is struggling. She's just using her, as Paula did mention it to her, she's just using her as a prop because she can, because she can buy her friend. And even though she's she's a horrible friend to her, She's able to keep her because she can spoil her with gifts and vacations with her family and such. Um, the mom. Wait, hold on, I hold, feel on like... hold on. Before we move into the mom, uh, my 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 thoughts on uh, on uh, what's your name, uh, Olivia. Uh, so Olivia. It, it also seemed like the whole the whole thing what Paula said about how how Olivia wants everything she has because, like you said, she has already the white privilege, but she also mm-hmm. wants to be able to say that oh. I, I want all this culture stuff from this minority groups that I have, you know, have no real right to to have kind of situation, mm-hmm. right? Like it almost seemed like like uh, it's like the culture appropriation kind of situation, right? Like you want to have everything, even their stuff. It's like it's that right. kind of a mentality that Olivia has. Although it does it does seem like she's a little bit aware. She's a little a bit aware, a little bit more aware. Uh, of that, like when she hugged uh, Paula at the very end, like oh, it's, it'll mm-hmm. be okay, kind of thing. It did, it did seem like, well, I, I, maybe it's just the way that that Sidney Sweeney acted it out, but it did some seem like she had some self awareness of what of what happened. Like she's not right. completely blameless. So I, I kind of, 
like that. I don't know if that's the intention, but that's the kind of intention I got from it. Hmm? Well, I mean, she can really only sympathize and not really understand what Paula is going through. So she can, she's trying, but... Is she though? That's, um, a, that's the thing though. She wasn't really trying. She was being performative, right? Yeah, she was being performative. It was the, very, that's the word. But, she, she's been performative but, the entire time, but at the which very, her mother pointed out to her. At the very end though, it does seem like she was willing to try. That's the impression I got, at least. I mean, was she though? Or is it because she knew something about Paula that now she can keep her friend for as long as she wants because she has a hold over her? But wasn't it also a thing where, where it seemed like she was going to lose her friend? I mean, she cried about it, right? When Paula said that, that you're not really my friend kind of situation. I she mean, actually... did she cry about almost losing her friend or did she cry about the fact that her friend called her out on her bullshit? I guess it could go both ways. It could <laughs> yeah. go both ways. It could totally definitely go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I took it as like, you know, you know, when friends fight, they cry. Mm-hmm. I took it as that. Like she she was called out. She didn't like what she heard. And she went crying to her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is pretty much what happened. Her mom hugged her. She didn't even ask her what happened. She just consoled her. And then she felt fine. Yeah. But but seems like I'm talking about Olivia. Uh, thoughts on Paula? Um, Paula is a complicated character. She was, I enjoyed her. I enjoyed watching her and what, and the actress and what she did with, um, with her character. She, I think she is also conflicted because she may be a person of color, but she has some privilege, not white privilege, but she has some privilege. You know, she goes to a, a good school with rich kids. Um, she's able to go on vacation with them. Um, I think she feels bad for Kai's circumstance and tries to change it, which is a privilege where you can try to, when, when you feel like you're in power of changing somebody's life, right? Kind of like that colonial mentality, like, oh, you guys need religion. You you need clothes. (laughs) Okay. That's, that's not, that's not, that's not how I took it. The, How the, did you take it? The, the whole thing with, okay. Well, before we move to there, uh, I, I did like the idea that Paula, I, it's a running joke like oh I'm allergic to this oh I have this yeah sickness, yeah blah, blah, blah. that was hilarious I thought I thought that was her making things up right mm-hmm. just to just to be a brat about like the, the parents asking them oh this and that this and that but she has conditions kind of thing right mm-hmm. And but she actually does at the yeah. very at the very end it's like oh she really does have issues right which yeah. which could think, which could be taken in, in in two different ways like she actually has like physical issues as a character and she has some social issues about like the fact that she is a minority character and mm-hmm. and a lot of minorities have have social issues with what right. what's going on in America so there's there's that kind of a tangent going on uh but at the same time Which is that we also have individual complexes right. about it now now the whole thing with her convincing kai to to steal the bracelet i i thought that was that was a whole thing with with like well they're white privilege and we're minorities. We should be able to do this this criminal act just to get even at them. And mm-hmm. and it, it it did seem like she was trying to justify like, hey, they're rich, they're white, they won't care. You know, go ahead, right. commit crime against them. It didn't seem like the show is telling you, hey, just because you feel justified to fight against the white man doesn't mean you have to cost you have to do crime. That that seemed right. like what the show is right. saying. Crime is never the answer. Crime is never the answer. Even Kai was like, I don't really want to steal people, steal from people. He didn't say I didn't really, I don't really want to steal from white people. He just said, I don't mm-hmm. really want to steal. You know. Yeah. He should have just stuck with his morals and 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 gone with it. 
kind of thing. And she was at telling him, but they, they stole your land, they stole from you. He's like, yeah, but that's different. Right. I'm not, you know, they didn't steal from you. She's, and she was pretty, and she was very pushy about it, telling him that, but they're all the same. Yeah. It Once again, it goes back to the whole, like, even her as a minority, she's still being performative. Because like you said, she does mm-hmm. have some privileges, even though she's a minority character, she does have some privileges. And it it and she's also like Olivia in a sense that, well, I'm gonna have my cake and eat it too. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna like be against these white people, even though mm-hmm. I'm I'm like hanging out with them. I'm still hanging out with them. Exactly. I'm enjoying everything that they are. I'm staying here, but I also want to be altruistic and help whoever I can. Yeah, even though however I can. even 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 though that is she's justifying committing a crime to do it. You know, mm-hmm. Kai is the kind of character who who just knew he, he just is aware of his situation, right? It sucks that the white man took his land and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. and and he's like literally like dance monkey dance to all these white people, yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah. It, it's like, but he understands that this is his station in life. You know, th- he's just gonna have to make the best of it. Essentially, is what he realized. Right. I don't know if that's Mike White telling minority people, hey, just make the best of your situation. I, I don't mean, know. It's not that he's. T- I don't think that's what he's telling people. But in a way, it's like that is the situation in most cases where right. when you go when you go to these um, vacation spots, all you see are the 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 people who are the locals, the natives to that land, and you're like, okay, well, they're giving us a good time. They're here working here to serve the colonizers, Americans, or the British or whatever, you know, the Europeans or basically white people to make sure that they have a living. And it it is kind of crazy, not crazy, but it, it's sad because it's, you know, on the one hand, they were colonized. And the reason that they're poor is because of the colonizers. But the reason that they're actually making a living is because of the colonizers, even though they should, the colonizers shouldn't have been there in the first place. Correct. It's all, yeah, it's all like a... a that's that's what I really liked about it is because it's very complicated. So it it does it does seem like uh, Kai had one of the more tragic endings of the show. Yeah, he he literally just disappears from the show. Okay, presumably he he will go to jail and like and it's sad because 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 he trusted he was innocent. He yeah, was actually innocent. He's not innocent because he actually went through it. Okay, yeah, cause, but cause I mean. I, because I know when in it, terms w- of his intentions, like, he was the most innocent in a way. He was like a sacrificial he was lamb, corrupted. Mm-hmm, he was he corrupted. corrupted. He trust. He trusted this other minority characters. Like, well, you're a minority like me. Maybe, uh, maybe she's right. Kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> that simple. It's like some some minority characters are still like assholes. But but it it it's it is tragic. But as soon as he did it, as soon as he was about to do it, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Why did you fall I for know. that? It's like, Why did you listen to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like he should have trusted his morals. Like I don't I don't want to steal from people. He should have stuck with that. Uh, yeah, it was frustrating, but yeah, I felt sorry for Kai. He he got he got he got the yeah. All right, um, the rest of the family. Uh, I I would like to say I think the most simplest thing to say about about the dad, he is pretty much an older version of Rachel. It it, it does seem like I think there pretty was much, a re- yeah. there's a reason why there was. Woe a- is me. Feel bad for me. I'm yeah. not happy. Yeah, I'm like I'm like she's richer than me. You know, I don't really contribute much. Nobody really respects me. It does seem like mm-hmm. he's an older version of Rachel, and I think that's as far as we're going to go with this conversation. Because at the end, also he he was able to contribute enough for his wife to love him, and I'm sure right. in the future Rachel might do the same for for Shane to love her more. I don't know, but it it seemed like his storyline is pretty cut and dry. Um, 
Connie Britton as as the mom. It, mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts on her? I know you were going to go with her, so go ahead. Um, I feel like she's a you know a woman who has achieved so much in life. Who didn't have to? I mean, she worked hard, obviously, to to get to where she is. Um, but you know, I I, I don't want to diminish her as a woman, but she is still a white woman who was able to pro- have a leg up in society and be able to you know, do the things that she, she did, which is own a company, bring her family and lavish vacations. Um, I, you know, when she, when she had that argument with her husband about, um, you know, his affair and him talking about it to their kids when she wasn't ready to, I mean, I guess that showed a side of her that was actually vulnerable. And maybe the reason why she worked so hard and, and, is distracted all the time is because she's trying to push away her sadness. So in a way, it's it's like you know a typical um, mom where she's trying to be strong for the in- entire family, trying to be the provider while trying to get keep everybody together and hopefully love her because she can buy them these lavish lavish vacations. I mean, I wish we 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 um, learned more about her because it it really wasn't very. We we didn't have a whole lot of focus on her. I took, Connie Britton is an amazing actress. She is. I I, I took I what you what you're saying about her is half of what I thought about her. Like yeah, mm. she is she is like the provider of the family, uh, and she needs she feels like she needs more uh, deserves more uh, respect Validation. from her family. Mm-hmm. Right, her husband cheated on her. Her daughter hates her. Her her son doesn't really care about her as much. You know, kind of thing. So it's like mm-hmm. and, and she did she did she does all this work. Pretty much for nothing, essentially. And she's invisible. And she's in, yeah. But but right. also, I think it's also important to point out what the article that Rachel wrote about her, like how supposedly right. the reason why she even got to this point was because she went on the wave of the Me Too movement and the and the fact that she's a woman was almost like um, was that was that a phrase where uh like like, like it catapulted her into yeah no no the the the, the whole thing with the uh, like. She 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 only got the job because she's a woman. Is that kind of a thing? Right, like she had that. Um, it's almost like affirmative action for affirmative women. action. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 there, there's all this like she 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 clearly must have some self doubt. Like, am, am I in the position I'm in because of my hard work, or was it because I was a woman? It it it, it did seem like that was the perspective I got from her, and that's the reason why she's struggling with with her happiness is because of that fact. Her, That's she, why she's so insecure and feels like she constantly has to prove herself. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, so I got that. You know, besides the fact that 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 both both Nicole and and um and Mark are both still like white privileged assholes. Like, like, well, <laughs> why, why do why do we need to give our riches away for people for for the crimes that people did in the past, kind of thing? Which, right. once again, is it's a topic of controversial d- debate that you could that people can have right now. You know. And I, I get their point as well, but at the same time, there's they don't have any self awareness about it. So right. there's that. Yeah. And I'm happy that they were able to rekindle their love for each other, but at the same time, this just suck. <laughs> <laughs> and again, and 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 a commentary, I think a social commentary about um, their privilege is even after all these bad things have happened for Kai, his life is over, but for them, it's a story. It's mm. a it's a heroic story for for Mark. That he saved his wife and it actually saved their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you know, they went like they went about their day like nothing happened right after the incident. Like 
they they did their the police reports and everything, but then they still dressed up and went to dinner, which is like how affected were you that you're able to still go out to dinner? Like for me, if that ever happened, God forbid that happened, I wouldn't go out. Like I would stay in my room locked up and like you know kind of be a little disturbed by it. But they went out and started talking about it like it was like it happened weeks before, not just the day of. Which I thought was very strange, and then he was talking about himself, about how and glorifying himself. So it's like, okay, good for you guys. You you got to get over it immediately. And here's this boy who is probably who, whose life is ruined. Right. I mean, the next day yeah, they privilege. went. The next day they went scuba. Scuba diving. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so, they were happy. And they were happy. <laughs> you know, it, it, it. But that's part of their privilege. Like, like, well, you know, this horrible thing happened to them, but it's not going to get in their way of their fun, right? Right. Yeah. So let's see who else is left. We have uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who's fantastic as Tanya. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So thoughts on her? Ah, uh, she was a hot mess. I loved her character. She was just. I I feel like she really played into that character, and she played it so well. It was, and the the crying scene on the boat, <laughs> the way she was crying was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I I feel like she's just lost. Like she was just a lost soul. Which is, there are you know, women of privilege, older women of privilege who do act like that. Like they act like you know they they're in pain because of this one thing that they can't get over. But then they have all this. Um, privilege and and wealth around them to cushion and and be and allow them to wallow in their own sorrow that allows them to not move on, but yet they're still able to continue living lavishly. I, I, that's a luxury to be able to be um, to to be able to wallow in in just misery and depression and and still somehow be able to afford to go on all these vacations because if 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 you were a normal person like if there were any normal person like you or you or I who are in the middle class or lower class um of society we don't have the luxury of like sitting around and like crying and we have to get up and go to work you know we 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 can't go on lavish vacations and then cry about it and be miserable because we, you know we all have to move on because we're forced to but- we don't have the luxury to to cry about it and I, I think that's a commentary again on, on the wealthy is that if they want to for however long they want to, they can because why? They have the money for it. And if she wants to cry about her mother for days on end, even years on end, she can because she, she can because she has the money to. But and she's, if she wants to, she's she's the stereotypical uh, she is um she is a miserable she's like a poor little rich woman kind of situation mm-hmm, right. she, she has exactly. a stereotypical kind of thing however do you want to be rich and lonely nobody wants to be lonely period right yeah but it's easier sure it's easier <laughs> but you're still miserable like she in her eyes like the only people the only reason why she even has any connection with anybody is because of her money right so it because it, she even said it in the show like, like she wanted to be friends with belinda you know, she could have just she been could friends. Buy her friendship. Yeah, she could have just been friends with Belinda, but no, she was kind of trying to bind her friendship, and she really right, didn't need she to. Was. So and she didn't even realize she was doing it. And poor Belinda is hanging on to every word and trying to be there for her because she thinks she could be a really good friend to her. And then, you know, Tanya kind of flakes out on her and just crushes Belinda's dreams. 
Right. And makes her actually hate Tanya for it because Tanya was promising or talking to her about it and talked about it twice, even though she didn't remember the first time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, she just doesn't, she, Tanya didn't understand the consequences of doing that to Belinda and what that would do for her emotionally. She, she doesn't know uh, how it is to be friends with somebody. That, that seems mm-hmm. to be the case. Without having to buy, without having to buy their affection. Right. And not only that, but I think it's very telling at the very end where, where Belinda realized that, oh, the business is not going to happen. You know, she's crying. And then Belinda, and then, and then uh, Tanya had to like sneak back in and like, oh, I'm, my sunglasses, I forgot it. And she kind of just yeah. walked away. Like, like I'm done with you. I, you're just my, you're just a passive, a part of my past now. Like, I, I don't right. have to care about you because there's this other guy who cares about me. You know, so it's like, and 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 in with Greg's case, you know, it doesn't seem like he's interested with her because of her money. Well, presumably, because there isn't much to go on there. It does seem mm-hmm. like she in, she is interested. He is interested with her because of who she is, I suppose. Uh, personality right, because wise, because he obviously has his own money. Yeah, obviously, because they're in that they're in that resort, right? So mm-hmm, yeah. But I mean, maybe the, maybe she finally found the cure for her loneliness. There's actually another guy. Another person who, who has just, his own problems. <laughs> yeah, who has his own problems. He's like coughing, presumably dying, as far as I'm concerned. And, yeah. <laughs> and yet, and yet, she still he wants he still wants to be with her. So, happy, good for her. If anybody else had like a happy ending, like Quinn, uh, it's Tanya. Tanya had kind of like a happy ending. She found somebody right. else that like that would that would yeah, yeah. that she can have a companionship with. So there's that. Okay, and then now the big the and big she actually da- let go of her mother's ashes finally. Correct. You know, and now the big daddy of all, Armand, which is my favorite character of the oh, show. Oh, Armand. Because he, he oh. is a hot mess. <laughs> nah, he was a hot mess. Oh, my gosh. It yeah. was like, no, Armand, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eas- easily the main, the best character of the whole the whole show is Armand because there's a lot of, like, levels. He, he, he is, he has the privilege of being the boss of this, of this, commu- of this hotel. But at the same time, he's still in the service industry. He has bosses above him. He has to right. he has to count out to the rich people who, who who go visit the thing, you know. And he's like, uh, uh, he falls off the wagon. I mean, yeah, he he he's a hot he mess. Has a lot going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, as as somebody who has like a boss above me, kind of thing, you know, I don't really tend to sympathize with them because they're your boss kind of thing. Right. And so it, 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 like I said, Armand is uh, the most complicated of them all because he has a little bit of both. He's white, he's the boss, but he still has all these problems. And he, but he's still, right. un, he's still not the boss. He's still, uh, there's still, to somebody. answers to somebody. Yeah. And all, yeah. And, yeah. So, so, so for, so for Armand's case, he does, it is a case of like him going down a path and never recovering from it. As soon as he went right. off the wagon. I mean, I mean, I mean, he was pushed to his brink, but I feel like he was really concerned for Leilani, for Lani, for and, and at the very end, felt, at the very end, he felt terrible that he didn't see that she was pregnant or that she was going through labor, that anything was bothering her at all. Right. And I think that was the human side to him, mm-hmm. even though he he's just like working on such a high level because he needs to. Yeah. That when he when she when her accidental birth. Um, it, it it had him crashing back down, and I think that was uh, the start of his uh, his downfall uh, in the in the show, and like all the the mishaps that happened because of him, or because because of everything else that was happening that happened to him. That was a it was so tragic. It was it was a that his story is a is a tragic comedy. 
It is. It is. A lot, a lot of the yeah. comedy stuff kind of happens with him. In, mm-hmm. in just in the craziness of it all. Right. But but it it, it it did seem like at the very the very first the first episode was a bait and switch. Cause like I like I immediately was against uh, uh Armand because he's the manager, right? Mm-hmm. But by yeah. the end, by the end you realize, oh, he's a human. He actually like he actually feels conflicted. He has problems. Like, yeah, he, yeah, no, he actually feels conflicted at the fact that he never noticed somebody else in 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 pain, in in mm-hmm. having yeah. issues, having problems. Like like he was actually like shocked at himself. Like, how come I didn't yeah. notice? It's it's almost like a what have I become kind of kind of kind of yeah. kind of realization, and then and then the fact that he realized that, sent it down this this downhill slide, to to where he ends up at the at the beginning of the series where he's dead, you know. So and then and then it was pushed to the brink with Shane's character, like pushing yeah, him every Shane kept single on pushing time, yeah, and pushing and pushing, and who would have thought that it was Shane ultimately who would literally push him over the edge. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Quite literally. But at the same time, Armand did make all the mistakes he shouldn't have been making, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which it, started with their room. <laughs> yeah, like like he literally, like, you know what, I'm going to, once again, this is kind of like what, with the Kai situation. Or or, or he, he essentially said, like, you know what, I'm going to get even with him. You know, he's being an asshole to me. I'm going to be an asshole to him, too. He could be, he could be like Kai and just let it slide and just know your station in life. But no, mm-hmm. he, he was like, I'm going to get even. And then getting even kind of like gave him his downfall. You yeah. know, which is kind of like the, the whole social comment, commentary about like, like, like minorities trying to, trying to get ahead, you know, forcefully. Right. But, but at the same time, they get knocked down because of that. So it, it is. By the very of, people yeah, who so they're like, trying to work against. Yeah. But it's, it's, like I said, it's a very cynical perspective. Like it almost seemed like, Mike White saying like like don't even try because she's gonna you're gonna get screwed <laughs> you know right like, some way or another yeah so th- there's that um, did you know Mike did you know Mike White actually was in like Survivor and The Amazing Race really yeah what do you mean he was in Survivor he was a contestant in Survivor no way yeah and it's what supposed season? I don't watch Survivor, so I don't know for sure <laughs> but but he uh, the articles I read is apparently he put some of that some of the, those ideas that he got from Survivor into this show. I mean, it's an island, oh. right? Everybody is trying to survive this island, so to speak. <laughs> you know, so it's it kind of like it's there. You know, amazing race. They're trying to get ahead of people. That's true. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess it influenced this show in a bit. You know, his time, he started doing like reality show stuff. So, but yeah, so but as the, as the show itself, I, I thought that it was going to pick its side between the rich people and the service industry. And it doesn't. Which surprised mm-hmm. me. I was pleasantly surprised that it doesn't do that. It was it had a cynical point on the rich people and the service industry, but at the same time, it showed sympathy to the rich people and the service industry. So, like I said, right. this this show had it wanted to have its cake and eat it too. And it's 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 a mess of a show, but at the same time, it's very fascinating. So and I give funny. <laughs> I give them that much credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I I ended up enjoying the show. I know I have complaints about it, but I do end up. I did end I mean, up. I mean, you yeah. did binge watch it, so and not I really. I mean, I wouldn't it. call it binge. I mean, I I did one episode a day, and then and then like I think I did th- the last two episodes back to back. Oh, okay, that's yeah. not too bad. That's not too bad, but but yeah. So I liked it. I I I just think that it's overhyped. The way the way people talk about it online, it to me it felt a little overhyped. But I can see why people are talking online. Because of mm-hmm. everything that happens in the show, or everything that's talked about in the show, 
yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm okay with the idea that the next season is just gonna be a whole new cast. Me as well. Yeah. Same same year. I I I like that it's gonna move on from location to location so that we can see other dynam other family dynamics mm-hmm. and and such. But Might ha- have the same formula, but hopefully it'll be fresh and new. Are they gonna do like the White Lotus is a franchise hotel, a resort hotel that's, that's around the world? I mean, that'll be interesting no, if that's the way. It's, so it's going to be like a franchise series, but it's going to be called something else. Like, at oh. least from what I've been reading online, it's going to be, so this is White Lotus because that's the name of the hotel. Okay. And then they're going to move on to like another hotel that's uh, like if, high end, like as high end as the White Lotus, same service, same, you know, service. Um, yeah, that's a, that's what I know of it for now. I don't know who's going to start it, where they're going to be. It could be anywhere. It could be, but it's definitely going to be another high end resort. So the, the last question I should ask you before we end it, what would you have chosen? The palm or the pineapple? <laughs> the palm sweet or the pineapple sweet? Huh. Well, I do like an ocean view, so I would have been totally fine with the palm. Me too. I would be totally fine with the palm. Uh, it has just, an ocean view. Just, just, Who cares just about the pool. Just the whole team of the of the, all those pineapples in the pineapple room just kind of like I don't want that. Literal. Yeah, I mean the only so advantage little. the only advantage had it has a big giant patio. That's it. That's it. Exactly. And uh, did it have? Did it even have a pool? Well, they never had to show it. They go, oh, it has a plunge pool, but we never got to see the plunge pool. Exactly. So I kind of want to see the plunge pool. Plunge pool. I have like no so, idea. what you have like, a nice pool outside. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I, I would have been happy with the pool. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five by Five. My name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at RuthieRace13 and Ruthie's Cats. Music has been provided by the Y Access. Content info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whatworsweather.com as well as the show notes. Before I go, let me give you guys a recommendation. Um, sticking with my team of like stuff that you can play with other people, uh, Pusoy Dos. Learn how to play the, <laughs> the card game Pusoy Dos, Big Two, or Russian Poker, whatever they're calling it nowadays. Big Two. Uh, that. that Provided me so much fun back in high school. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of Filipinos know how to play it, but I learned how to play Pusoy Dos, Big Two, Russian Poker, whatever they call it. But, but yeah, play that game, you know. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Play Pusoy Dos. We should play Pusoy Dos. We'll do it over uh, over. <laughs> do it over, over. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. How do we do that though? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. It definitely, it definitely would not be a podcast. I'll tell you that much because that that isn't fascinating <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right. This was episode 480 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worse Why Network. <laughs>